freedom through faith. In the beginning of time, there was no time. And in the beginning of all colors, there was no color. In the beginning of creations, there was no creation. There was nothing here. And that uh, nothingness, that emptiness started to catch shape and form and, and, and becoming something. But all that thing, every part that we feel, that we hold, that we smell, that we feel, that we sense, its root is really beyond place, beyond physicality beyond shapes and colors and quantities and qualities it's it's clear and the letters as well in their root they're in the thought of the maker of the maker of the universe and the creator himself he wanted he desired to have creations he desired because even though that he was the good and he is the good and he is all goodness with no end he didn't have no one to share that goodness with he didn't have no one to give to to love to hug to kiss to support to to have mercy to to build to design to shape Think about you sitting with all your goodness, with, with wealth, with no end, and you don't have no one to share it with. It's as if you're the poorest person on, on, on earth. There is no king with no nation. There is no father with no children. There is no maker to the world without creations. There is no world. There is no maker. We are in our existence, we are allowing the creator to be exist we are allowing him to be because if he would not have us to follow him he wouldn't have no followers and if he wouldn't have no followers it was as if he's not exist god forbid so through our actions and through us reflecting the light that we are receiving from him in such honest and great ways we are establishing his kingship. And that is the simple and fundamental explanation of accepting on ourselves the yoke of heaven, that we are crowning Hashem on creation by presenting the light that, that we are receiving, by reflecting back the simple light of goodness that is shining towards us, by just if you received, let's say, $100 to give 10% out of that for my so money. If you learned some Torah to go and share some of what you learned with your friend. If you have one free hour to make a phone call and spend five minutes with a friend over the phone and help him and be with him. If you learned some big, main, important lessons in life, so to open channels for you to distribute that wisdom that you gained, that you purchased, that you have been rewarded to enjoy and to share. And that's the way that we are paying back, that we are allowing the maker to become the maker that he is, that we're allowing his form to shine, that he will be known and in that day, Hashem, yeah, Hashem, Echad, Hashem will be one. 
What does it mean that he will be one? Because we will be one. When we will be united, like that it's written on the people of Israel, that on that time that they received the Torah, they were standing as a public. Huge, like hundreds of thousands, millions of people maybe, were standing together, united as one, as one person with one heart. The, unite, the, the, the unity of, of the public made Hashem one, shown that reflection of Hashem in His great unity, in His oneness. And in the time of redemption, in time of completion, all the nations together will be organs to the same body. Everyone will become one. And then, in that day, Yashem Echad, Echad, Hashem will be one, and His name will be one. Why now Hashem's name is not complete? Because Hashem is still having a war, a fight, a battle against Amalek. He made an oath that he will not rest until he will finish that battle against Amalek. And Amalek is a nation, one of the nations, that is fighting, that is struggling, that he is refusing to to get peace, he's, he's fighting, he's not accepting the unity. He wants to control, he's refusing to accept the glory and, and greatness of the people of Israel. He sees a humble person, immediately wants to mock him, to make fun of him, to disgrace him, to hurt him. He sees a poor person, he looks at the person as, as a victim that he, can, that he can violate even more, that he can take advantage of. Those are those villains, the lousy people who are are villains in nature. Those are the evil, evil, dark souls that are sabotaging the world, that are coming and destroying and hurting, and, and they refuse to, to, to melt, to, to be one into the rest of the nations. And the world in general is innocent. People don't know. People don't know. You talk to people, except for their business and a little bit of beer and TV. They, they, they don't know. They never heard about anything. Like, talk to them about the Super Bowl. Talk to them about horses. Talk to, talk to them about sports, about swimming, about uh, whatever they have, their hobbies, jets, um, um, skydiving. They, they know how to speak about that. Journalism, um, carpenterism. Metal, glass workers, they have their own worlds. They, they never experienced a world of faith, a world of inspiration. They've never been taught that there is a God that you can connect to, that you can speak with, that you can, you can attach all your senses to Him, that you can feel Him in a different vibe, in a different sense. In Rosh Chodesh, in the first day of the month, in the holidays, he's acting different. He's shining with different faces. His light is dressed inside into the faces of the righteous ones. He's different when he's shining from the mouth of Abraham, when he's shining from the mouth of Yitzchak, of Yaakov. He's different when you're in Eretz Israel, in the land of Israel, and he's different when you're abroad. He's different. It's different when you are pure, when you're not pure, when you fall, when you stand up, when you're strong, when you're weak. He's always shining from different angles, different colors, different shades, and presenting the endless amount of, of, of colors that are way beyond the colors of the rainbow, the endless amount of beauty, of, of eternal light, of, of infinity itself. 
And how does it find its way to shine? Through us. When I tell a joke, so Hashem is shining a certain light. When I'm serious and or brokenhearted, a different light is shining. And when you tell a joke or you being brokenhearted or serious, different light is shining as well, different than mine. Each and every single one of us has a tool, a great shofar to blow sounds that never been heard before. And the way to do it is by speaking the truth. Because Hashem is close only to the ones who speaks the truth. And when you speak the truth, you are distributing the light of Hashem. Because Hashem is the truth. Adonai Elohim Emet. That's Him. Adonai Elohim Emet. You want to know who is Hashem? Hashem is the truth. When you cannot find Hashem, ask for the truth. Okay, so what's the truth? And then you'll find Hashem. When you will find the truth, you will find Hashem. Simple things is, is already Hashem. Is, that's what Hashem wants. That's who Hashem is. Be truthful and then Hashem is close to you. And then your words will be words of truth. Means that they will be a clear presentation of the light of Hashem. Moshe was the man of truth. The Torah is Torah Emet, Torah of truth. Adonai Elohim Emet. All the things that are connected to Hashem in great unity are truth. Because the Hashem's seal is the seal of truth. That is His main attribute. That is His main power. And this is why the word Emet, truth in Hebrew, in the holy language of Hebrew, written with Aleph, that is the first letter in the alphabet, and Mem, that is the middle one in the alphabet, and Taf, that is the last one in the alphabet. So you have Emet, Aleph, Mem, and Taf, first, middle, and last, to tell you that everyone are included under that great umbrella of truth. And you just need to present it by saying the truth. Not by being the man of God, and the righteous scholar, and the holiest, whatever. No, not at all. When you say the truth, King David became the fourth will of the holy chariot, head of the ancestors, head, the leader of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, when he admitted for his mistake, when he said, I was wrong. When the prophet rebuked him, and he was standing in front of him and said, you are right, I have sinned. Then he became higher than Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, because he found the power to say the truth. And when you say the truth in such perfection, in such humble way, no matter based on what, on which horrible experience that you experienced, the shame, the pain of admitting the truth is elevating you, is, is taking you to such high places, to such beautiful, glorified places, to such amazing places that over there, when you're shining, the light is spreading in such amazing colors. <laughs> it's so beautiful, we can never imagine. I'll ask you, a candle in the noontime is useful. Do you need a candle in the noontime? It's useless. But the candle in the dark shines in such great light. Same candle, what do you want from it? It shines because of the dark. So when you are in a dark place of your life, oh, I'm in a dark place in my life. Okay, shine. 
That's it. And then you're going to shine in such great power, in such great light. Someone sent me a message. I'm posting short posts on TikTok. That's another another channel that we started to to shine our light through. And a person told me, you are talking about Kabbalistic concepts. Those are things that needs to be hidden. Why are you talking about it in TikTok? I wanted to ask him to reply to his comment. Are you sending the same comment to all the women and men that are not dressed modestly on TikTok, telling them that this is not modest and why they are presenting that on TikTok? We have our mission to shine. And in the darkest places of them all, we are obligated to shine. Like the candles of Hanukkah. On Hanukkah days, the main mitzvah is to light the candles under tent fachim, in the lowest place, in the place that the Shekhinah never went down to. We have the power to bring the light to places that the Shekhinah itself cannot come to. We are reaching to the cracks, into the lowest places, into the narrow alleys, into the darkest places. When people are not in the streets, when there are no legs in the markets anymore, no people, that it's dark, that it's empty. When, when the world is, is hollow and, and, and scared and terrified, there you need to shine. One candle, second candle, third candle, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth shining the light of Hashem in perfection. Eight is perfection. It's infinity. It goes like that. It goes in circles. It goes like that in perfection. It never ends. You need to shine with no end. Eight colors, eight colors, eight tones, eight sounds, eight words, more and more, and shine and shine and shine in perfection. That's your mission. That's our mission. That's our goal. That's our goal. And I'm just talking about it, thinking to myself that it's my birthday. And I'll cry if I want to, cry if I want to. But it's my birthday that is, uh, it's uh, my 44th birthday, Mem Dalet. It's the capital letters of my name, Dro Moshe. So maybe I'll find myself this year, hopefully gonna find myself this year. And also that four and four of 44 is eight. So Bezat Hashem, we're going to shine the endless eternal light of Hashem to all our loved ones, the one that has patience for our simple sense of humor and our innocent and simple slow mindset. For all of you sweet ones, may Hashem bless you this year and in every day of your life with all all the goodness that you can hope for and hope for others that you will enjoy. Great prosperity, great health, great happiness, mental stability, physical health stable with all beautiful great news that you can just hope for and imagine that we all are going to stand strong together, united as one wall, defending the words of Hashem, fighting for the truth and battling evil and rejecting all forces of darkness out from this world forever for them to go to their own destiny. Bye-bye. See you there. Bye-bye. Don't want to hear from you. Enjoy life. Be well. We're going to have mercy on you in 1,000 years to pull you back. For now, 
give us some peace and quiet. Let us enjoy the connection to Hashem, the connection to the beautiful temple of Hashem, the house of Hashem, that will be the house of prayer for all nations. May all nations, 70 nations, billions of people walk and march together, united to praise Hashem, to call Hashem. People are fighting. We need to build a mosque. We need to build a church. We need to build a Beit Knesset. Come on. The house of Hashem is the house of prayer for all nations. If I'm going to be elected, no, I'm kidding. Hashem should bless you <laughs> with great success. With great success, great happiness that we will never know no kind of sorrow, no kind of pain that we will never experience no kind of grief and, and bitterness and sadness. Only good news, only beautiful news to all the simple and innocent people, to all the ones who desires the truth. May Hashem answer all your prayers, accept all your requests and deliver the great blessing into your life on silver plate that you will enjoy it with a happy heart and a wishing soul surrounded and loved and hugged with all your loved ones eternally, forever and evermore. Amen. This is Dror Moshe Kasuto. Glad you've been listening. The Emuna Project is a non-profit dedicated to producing faith-based media like this podcast. To support our work and to see all our activities, books, and services, visit emuna.com. That's E-M-U-N-A-H dot com. You can also connect with me on social media at Rav for posts and updates. Chazaku Baruch, strength and blessing.